Boston Celtics get a win over the Cleveland Cavaliers, and Joe Johnson is a member of the Boston Celtics? What? I'm going to talk about it right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J-team, step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O.B. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep zone on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining James, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. Hey, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Thank you for making it part of your daily routine. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every single day. Lockdown Celtics is a free podcast. It's available everywhere you get your podcast, and it's on YouTube. Watch me on YouTube. And uh, every episode, if you've missed one, you can go back, scroll through, LockdownCeltics.com. Check them all out. Today's show brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is a new app that saves you money. It helps you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you do not want or need. You can even negotiate better deals on those at, on those subscriptions that you want to keep. I'm John Corrales. I cover this this team. Well, I'm, I'm struggling right now to speak. But I cover this team for Boston Sports Journal. And I've written a book called The Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars, which is available everywhere books are sold. And even on my website, johncorrales.com, for 30 bucks if you want a signed copy Check it out. All right. Boston Celtics beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 111 to 101. Jalen Brown, 34 points. Great night for him. 54% shooting, 50% from three. That's great. 21 and 11 from Robert Williams. Uh, Nice contributions from Jason Tatum. Romeo Langford was great. Peyton Pritchard had a big stretch. Uh, Just, you know, nice, nice contributions there. I thought this game was, you know, up and down. Celtics came out. Did okay, built a big lead. I don't think I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with this game, but let, let's take a second here to just address the biggest headline, the biggest story here. Joe Johnson <laughs> is a member of the Boston Celtics. Joe Johnson, who 20 years ago was traded away from the Celtics in a very impulsive move by Rick Patino, who I should Never just say his name out loud without warning. Just redact. His name is redacted. Uh, 20 years later, 20 years later, Joe Johnson is back. What a wild day. Like all of a sudden out of nowhere, you hear Joe Johnson. You're like, what? The Celtics brought in Joe Johnson to uh, help with the, the COVID, you know, getting through the COVID stuff, which means he's probably not around for very long. It's a 10 day contract. Maybe he'll sign another 10 day contract. I think this is, I mean, first of all, it's wild. Obviously, by my reaction, Joe Johnson being around, it's kind of nuts. Like, the fact 20 years ago, I was actually young. And I'm glad Joe Johnson is around because now I have someone whose age starts with the same number as me. That's huge. That's huge for a player in the NBA whose age starts with the same number as mine. I don't have that anymore. So I'm going to cling to this for as long as I can. Joe Johnson is 40. I'm also 40. I'm 48. So I'm not going to be playing. Any. But having Joe around is kind of fun and great. But it's it's so interesting that they they went this route. 
And it's very obvious. The Celtics are, are putting a heavy focus. They're trying to win some games. They know they need to win some games. So they're bringing in guys who, if needed, if they're pressed into service, they have some level of track record. You know, they're not like the Mavericks. They're, they're going for Theo Pinson and, you know, Marquise Chris, who don't have exactly the same track record. They're going for guys like Joe Johnson, who has a, a you know, he scored 20,000 points in the NBA. He's a guy who stayed in shape. Obviously, you've seen him, seen him in the big three. And he's a guy that, if you put him out there, you, you know what you're getting. The Celtics are starving. They're hungry. And they're going into a McDonald's, a Burger King, a Wendy's, a Subway, one of those chain places. They want to know what they're getting and in Joe Johnson, they know what they're getting. They're getting a veteran. They, they, they're getting a guy who knows what spots on the floor belong to him. He can read the game, all of that stuff. And, hey, bonus, he can come in and give these guys a, a dose of perspective. I'm, I love this. I love this because this team, this game, I almost don't even care to talk about this game. What am I going to get into with this game? They Taco Fall, and look, credit to Taco Fall. He started, and that's awesome. It's awesome that he started an NBA game. That's great for him. But also, Taco Fall started. And that that tells you kind of where both these teams are. The, the Cavs starting lineup was Ricky Rubio, Darius Garland, Taco Fall, Lowry Markkinen, and Dean Wade. What analysis are you going to get out of this game? You know, I'll get into individual stuff in the second segment. And then later in the third segment, I'll get into some of the decisions that Emio Doka has to make. So there's plenty of basketball analysis here, but really when it comes to Joe and when it comes to this team and when it comes to what we saw in this game where Jalen Brown was great, but the, the team was up and down and, and you're, you're kind of still waiting for this team to find its footing and, and stop being so damn inconsistent. Here comes Joe Johnson. And, and, and it's a guy that these guys respect this is a guy that they watched growing up. This is a basketball hero of these guys in a way. You know, they watched him be great and be a tremendous scorer and, and, and be an all-star. So when he walks into the locker room, it's like, oh my God, that, oh my God, it's Joe Johnson. And these 20-somethings are watching a guy that when they were teenagers and younger, be a, a very impactful player in the league. So when he comes in and he says something, all of these guys, no matter where they are in their basketball lives, all of these guys are like, oh, hi. It's almost like, hello, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> what can I get for you? Would you like a coffee, sir? Like <laughs> that type of kind of, you know, wow, I can't believe you're in here. It's almost like being in a band and seeing like Paul McCartney walk in. You're like, excuse me? Are you, oh, you're with us tonight. You're with, you're with us for the next few nights. Okay. <laughs> like, what do you, what do you do there? What do you do in that situation? You kind of like ask him what he needs and he, what can you, Oh, you want to give me some advice? Yes, please. Let me get a pen and paper. That that's the level of reverence. I think these guys have for a guy like Joe. And so uh, I think it's going to be very interesting. I think in the, uh, Boston sports journal piece that I wrote, uh, after the game on Johnson's return, I kind of said, you know, hey, look, me, he could be, he could be just a guy who stayed in shape who has a good agent. He could be like this basketball Mary Poppins that kind of glides in out of nowhere, gives this team some like 
nurturing guidance for a little while and then goes away. Like it's a, it's a very Mary Poppins thing to be happening here for the Celtics. And you know what? Damn it. They need somebody like this. They need something like this. Like I never would have guessed is so random to have Joe effing Johnson coming. Like my day it started with Joe Johnson rent. Like I never would have guessed that this is how my day would have started and that it ends with, with taco fall on the bench for the other team and garbage time comes around and the, we want chance are not. We want taco Joe Johnson, Trump taco. We want Joe. We want Joe was the chant at the garden. I'm, I'm, I am just amazed that we're even here. He's, he comes in with the proper perspective. He comes in knowing that, look, I don't know how much this is going to be very quick. This is going to be a 10 day contract. Maybe he signs a second 10 day contract. Maybe he doesn't, who knows, but he knows his time is limited. He appreciates the fact that, Hey, I I got this one more shot in the NBA and I I can tell you that. And I I say this from a, a, a much different perspective, but I think, I think I have a sense being a former player and knowing that I always wanted to play more but couldn't and most definitely in no way am I saying that I'm anywhere in any any conversation like with Joe Johnson but my point is that I think this is universal for all basketball players when it goes away and you're like oh man what I wouldn't give for one more ride. You know, I think most basketball players, except for the few that go out on their own terms. And that's the very, it's the very, very few. I say this a lot. I I've said this to people who ask me about my job, my job, basketball. It, it's, it's very similar in the sense that very few of us get to go out on our own terms. If you get to go out on your own terms, you've had a great career. Because they don't let just anybody do that. And so basketball players don't get to go out on their own terms very often. Very few people get the farewell tour, right? You don't see that all that often. Every once in a while, somebody's big enough, but that's it. Like LeBron gets the farewell tour. Joe Johnson, as great as he was, doesn't get the farewell tour. So I think it's universal for any basketball player at any level. You sit there and you're like, in your private moments, you say, I wish I had one more ride. Just one more. And here it is. Joe Johnson has it. And I think that perspective, that level of appreciation for the game is missing in that locker room. I think just 10 days of Joe Johnson's appreciation and saying, hey, look, man, you guys don't know. That goes, this goes away fast. This goes away in a hurry. 20 years, a blink. Next thing you know, you're in the big three. Appreciate it. Appreciate what you have. If the, the, Joe Johnson might be able to provide the Celtics with the greatest lesson. Every chance you go out there to play, every chance you go out there, make the most of it. Don't just piss away games. Don't just piss away opportunities. Don't just go out there and be like, yeah, I'll get them next year or next, next whatever. Because next year bleeds into the next year and bleeds into the following year. Before you know it, man, you're in your 30s and your career's done. And all of those 
opportunities wasted. They don't come back. They don't come back. So this little dose of Joe Johnson for the Celtics is huge. Huge. Unexpected. But like I said, very Mary Poppins. Basketball Mary Poppins. Joe Johnson gliding in for 10 days, imparting his knowledge, and then boop, bye-bye. If they pay attention, man, if they listen, and I, you know, I admit, <laughs> I want them to listen because they have so much potential. Listen, look at what you're looking at. Absorb what you're looking at. All right, up next, I'll get back into the game and get into some of the individual performances. First, I've got to tell you about prize picks. You've been hearing me talk about prize picks for a long time. If you haven't signed up, now's the perfect time because for a limited time, prize picks has this exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of you locked on Celtics listeners. You get $50 for free if a player in your first prize picks entry scores a single point, but you must use the code NBA. Got to use the code NBA. This exclusive offer is available right now to locked on fans only. Locked on Celtics fans who use the promo code NBA. You get 50 bucks for free if a player in your first prize picks entry scores a single point. So check it out. How, what's prize picks? It's daily fantasy, but it's done differently. It's done right. They offer more props than any other DFS operator. Uh, superstar players, bench players, you could have bet on Aaron Neesmith. You could have, you could have picked uh, Peyton Pritchard. You could have picked Jalen Brown. You pick two to five players. There's an over-under, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. And th- here's the thing. It's you against the projected numbers. It's not you against me. It's not you against 10 other people. It's the projected numbers, and you either get it or you don't, and it, that's, that's the best part about it. So you can play this flex play, with and you can cross to different sports you can cross to different teams you can play like uh, uh dennis schroeder bet the under on schroeder because he's been really really struggling and then go to uh the mac jones uh, over under on, on on yards thrown stuff like that so use the award-winning app on both the app store and google play prize picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals go to prizepicks.com Go to your app store, download the app. All users that deposit and use our promo code NBA will get $50 free if your prize picks entry scores a single point. That is very easy to do. All users that deposit and use the promo code NBA will get $50 free if your free if your first prize picks entry scores one single point. Prize picks. It's daily fantasy made easy. Have you subscribed to the Locked On Celtics podcast yet? You can wherever podcasts exist, and you can follow us on Spotify. Hey there, welcome back to the Locked On Celtics podcast. Thank you for making this show your first listen every day. Why not make your second listen Locked On NBA, which I host on Wednesdays. And on this week, hey, special double appearance for me. I'll be on the Friday show as well. So, come on. Two, two of me, that's seven podcasts that I'll be doing for the Lockdown Podcast Network this week. So check out Lockdown NBA wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get into some of these individual performances in the 111-101 win over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Jalen Brown is the first one because obviously he had a great game. 34 points, 12 of 22 shooting, 5 of 10 for 3, 5 of, 10, five, of 5 from the line, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, a block, Three turnovers, okay, it's not too bad. Um, Three-level scoring from Jalen Brown. And I think what what Jalen did was, you know, when, when Taco was in the game, and hey, credit to Taco, he was a deterrent. 
He actually did deter guys from getting to the rim. They did not want to deal with seven and a half foot tall Taco Fall. So they, uh, so so Jalen did a good job. He was hot early, so his jumper was, you know, wet right away. He started out at the three. They ran pick and roll, and it was very obvious that they were going to drop, and the the Cavs were going to be in drop coverage. So he hit some mid range shots. When Taco was out, he got to the rim. Great game all around from Jalen Brown. The day after, basically, I said, hey, Jalen Brown's getting blocked a lot. His legs aren't fully there. He has a day off. He didn't get blocked once in this game, and his legs looked fine. So credit to Jalen Brown. You know, I guess I guess the key to, to players playing well is for me to go on to Boston Sports Journal and be like, hmm, this guy's not playing well. Let me do a full video analysis of them not playing well, and boom, there we go. Uh, next on the list for player, Robert Williams who not only freed up Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum with a lot of picks, very active, a, a bunch of offensive boards, 21 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. The 7 assists were huge. Uh, four offensive rebounds, very active there, two steals, two blocks, a couple of turnovers. Those came early. He In the first quarter, I'm not going to lie, I thought, Jesus, what's going on with Robert Williams? This is insane that he's playing this poorly. He got... Um, he got something to fall, and it felt like that snapped something back into reality. Uh, he got back into the game there. He finished 10 of 12, so some tip-ins, some lobs, some finishes there. Uh, one crazy fast break where, okay, he botched one fast break pretty badly, but <laughs> then he came back. This is nice kind of like Euro step for the dunk. That, that was great. But the passing, the seven assists, that the, there was a, a backdoor cut from Jalen Brown, the pass came from Rob on the top left wing, beautifully executed, just perfect, perfect positioning. One of those like football type, not, not quite exactly like he led, he led Jalen pretty well, but Jalen cuts back door and that pass goes over one defender past another one. Jalen has to reach out with his left hand. And I don't know that Jay, that Rob, meant to do this, but this was exactly the right play because it leads Jalen along the baseline into a reverse layup. The rim becomes protection against the defenders coming in to try to block it from behind. So you don't have one of those rear view contests. And so that, that all is just so beautifully done. First of all, Jalen Brown cutting. Oh my God. We're going back like four years ago to Jalen Brown cutting off ball. I want so much more Jalen Brown cutting off ball. Like that is great. And maybe if you have Rob out there more often with with the high post and and not you know not with Al Horford and the ability to kind of facilitate out there, that's that that might encourage more cutting. Rob facilitating up top there, I think, is a key to this team. He was great. I thought I thought aside from the early kind of really bungling, it was bungling. Not gonna lie, uh, he he played he played great. Also played great in the second quarter. Uh, Peyton Pritchard seven seven points. The thing I liked more uh, most about Peyton Pritchard is the play that the Celtics ran at the beginning of the first quarter. It, it was a play that Ime I think stole from his San Antonio days, where you know you run a baseline. Uh, you run Schroeder baseline, you start Pritchard up high. He starts in the corner, then he goes up high, 
and then he cuts back down. You hit him. You hit uh, the calves with a hammer screen. That hammer screen is something that uh, the the Spurs ran in, incessantly. Just go onto YouTube and Google San Antonio Spurs hammer, and you'll see the exact same type of play that they just ran for Peyton Pritchard. So Ime going deep into his his playbook there, back to his San Antonio days, that was great. And I like the trust that he had for Pritchard to hit that shot that he had for for you know to run it at all for Pritchard. I thought that second quarter, second quarter is when the Celtics really kind of started to pull away. Beginning of the third quarter, they they made it like a 22-point game. That was it got back down to like 12. Because the lead had gotten so big, they were never really, really in danger. Although it's the Celtics, they kind of always seem to be in danger. But nice play there, and it was great that the Celtics trusted Pritchard. Uh, Romeo Langford, I thought, was great. He did a little of everything. 11 points, 9 rebounds, 2 steals, a block, 1 turnover. The line doesn't scream at you and says, wow, what a game. But he was there uh, grabbing rebounds. The the nine rebounds weren't just nine rebounds. He he was in there uh, grabbing him away from Taco. He was really hitting the, the boards hard. He started in this game, which is huge. Uh, Ime usually goes with Dennis Schroeder as a starter. He went with Marcus, Jalen, Jason, Romeo, and Rob. That, I think, is a big deal because now that opens the door. I'm going to talk about more of that next the decisions that that Ime's got to make, the one down, the real down, like really, really down, Dennis Schroeder in this game. Three straight games now. He's shooting 19% over three games. Uh, the last two have been god-awful. He was 1 of 11 in this one, 0 of 1 for 3. If he's still sick, like this is this is bad. Like this performance was was just ridiculously bad. Five fouls. One of 11 shooting. He did have four assists, but ugh, the whole thing was just gross. Um, when he came on the floor at the end of the third quarter, the Celtics were up 22. They went into the ha- the, into the fourth quarter. I think this it was like a 12-point game. He was just a negative, basically for all but the first two minutes of his time on the floor. If he's still suffering from the non-COVID illness, if he's still foggy or whatever, don't play him. Peyton Pritchard has stepped up. Let, let me just save that for the next segment because uh, that that plays into what I was going to say next. First, I got to talk to you about Boost Mobile. You listen to podcasts for the power of the inside track. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to the latest episodes of Locked On Celtics right away, fast downloads, and keep up with your favorite players and teams. It's the power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can share all of the insights and the power of one of America's largest 5G networks. So you can do it all at the speed of 5G with all that money you'll save and all that edge you'll gain. Just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Free phone is limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage are not available everywhere 
or for all phones and networks, see BoostMobile.com for details. Hey, do you know why free trials renew without your consent? Businesses are out to grab your money and not give it back. And so Truebill can help take control of your your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't want or need or the ones you simply forgot about. On average, people save about 720 bucks a year with Truebill. That's a lot of money. Companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it easy. Very simple. Link your accounts. Truebill cancels the ones you don't want in one tap. And Truebill Concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill could have saved me a lot. I should have had it before. Now I do. And so uh, when I had that one subscription renew, I wouldn't have had to go through all of the hoops and craziness to get that my money back. Truebill would have saved me time and the money right away. Two million users, more than two million users actually, have saved more than $100 million. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Be sure to follow our social channels at LOCeltics on Twitter and at LockedOnCeltics on Instagram. Hey, thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. How about making Lockdown Bets your second listen? Your boy Q and Lee Sterling have got you covered. Betting pun for everything you need when you're going out there and placing a few bets. Check out Lockdown Bets wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, they've been on a heater. I know some people who have been uh, following their advice and have made some money, so maybe you can do the same. All right, let's get into the decisions that Ime Odoka might have to make because the this COVID outbreak is like all right in in the grand general sense nobody wants this right obviously covid is bad we would all prefer that this didn't exist but for the nba drilling down basketball wise bunch of guys are out they they're fine it seems um the celtics are forced to play some guys that aren't normally getting their playing time and it actually could be in a basketball sense a, a good thing because it's forcing Ime to get some new data out there. And for example, now we, we, we've got a bunch of, uh, a, a set of numbers that tells us, or a set, like the eye test to me tells me, Schroeder and Marcus Smart together generally, not great. I think we've covered this and I think most people agree. Schroeder and Smart together, it's not, it's not great. Schroeder might do okay. Generally, Marcus Smart doesn't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a great combination. But with Schroeder out for a while and, and all of these dif- different com- combinations, I think what we're seeing is Peyton Pritchard get an opportunity. Uh, Romeo Langford get an opportunity. Robert Williams getting an opportunity without Al Horford there. And all of a sudden, we're thinking like, okay, well, if Peyton Pritchard plays more, he does better. And with Romeo Langford getting more opportunities. He's doing better. Aaron Neesmith, I want to, I wish I could take the dial on Aaron Neesmith and turn it down like half. It's like turning the thermostat down from like 69 to 68. You're like, just, I just want to turn it down one little notch to more comfortable because that extra one is, it, it's running too hot. I think Neesmith needs 
just to, just to dial it back a, a touch, a smidge, nothing much. I don't want to take away the energy. It is always much easier to dial it back than to pull it out. And I just want him to dial it back a, mm, because otherwise I think he could be good. But I think this stretch of absences is going to give Ime this, this bit of data, this, this evidence that like, okay, I can play some of these other combinations together and it might work. You don't have to go, you don't have to go double big. You can maybe start Romeo because he's got some size. In this game, he started Romeo specifically said because he has more size. Maybe you start Romeo. Maybe you start Grant when he's back. Maybe you start one of those guys, and I've said this before on the podcast, maybe you start one of those guys and you bring Al Horford off the bench. I don't think it's a coincidence that Schroeder is struggling with Al Horford gone. I don't think that's the reason, but I don't think that helps. So pair Schroeder and Horford together more often. And you can still close with Horford. You can, clo- you can even close with Schroeder if you want. But this stretch and this game showed it again. When you give these guys their opportunities, they will be there. And I think that, I've said this the other day, time to move on. Eventually, Brad Stevens should clear this problem away and move Schroeder and open up the playing time for Peyton Pritchard. But I think more so this, this stretch is showing us that Pritchard, Romeo, and Rob alone with the normal starters running cuts, running that offense with cuts and, and making the most out of Rob's passing ability, that is a viable option for this team. Robert Williams has an A-plus skill as a passing big man, or at least an A skill, but I think it's an A plus skill. I think he's a tremendous passer. I don't think that it's working for him. And, and this is, this is really at the, at the heart of the tough decisions that Ime has to make. It's like starting Schroeder is good for Schroeder. Starting Horford is good for Horford. And in some ways they're, it's good for the team, but Starting shooter puts Marcus Smart in a bad position. And I think it takes Tatum out of a place where he needs to be. Starting Horford takes Rob out of a position. And it, it takes away from Rob enough where I think you're really missing out on some potential offensive stuff. Like, and Ime says, hey, you know, we're, our defense, it's, we're skewing defense with these lineups. The defense is great. We're just going to have to deal with that. I, I don't know. I push back on that. I push back on that concept because maybe getting the most out of Rob offensively, getting the most out of Smart, getting the most out of Tatum all offensively, while still maybe you take a little hit defensively, but the the uptick offensively with those guys, especially if those guys are, are cutting more and Rob can find them, and now you've got Smart and Rob as potential passers, I think the uptick in the other guys has the potential to override whatever drop-off there is defensively. And if if Langford can step up in that role, knowing that he's playing a specific role and a, you know, a corner crash when shot goes up, uh, a drive from the corner when he catches there, or a catch and shoot from the corner, or defensively being solid, and we, we've seen him be solid defense. Maybe... 
adding Schroeder all full time to the bench and Horford full time with Schroeder, and then at the end of the game closing for sure. Maybe that gets the most out of everybody, and that's the formula. So I think these absences are forcing Ime and the staff to look at different combinations. We hope. I hope. I think this can be potentially, possibly, an impetus for Ime to go, hey, you know what? That worked. I liked this combination, and I would never have tried it if they were at full strength. It's possible, maybe, <laughs> that this, this COVID mess can force the Celtics to look at things in such a different way that maybe they come up with some ideas that get them the best of both worlds. All right, I'm going to wrap it up and tell you that I'll be back tomorrow, Friday. I'm going to get Keith Smith back on the show. So we'll do a Friday show with Keith and then head into Christmas Day. I'm not going to do a Christmas Day podcast. Um, I'll handle that on Monday. So, uh, But subscribe for the show tomorrow if you, ha- or if you are new. If you are not, if you are a regular subscriber or a regular listener or a regular watcher, tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody. They should be listening to and watching the Locked On Celtics podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network.